Central. This is Tech Radio. All things computers, gadgets and web happening right now in Ireland. Hear us anytime on iTunes or download from techcentral.ie. Tech Central. How you doing? This is Dusty Rhodes and welcome to Tech Radio with all the latest in tech from around Ireland and across the world. Remember, there are many ways of getting our show. You can download directly from our website. It's techcentral.ie. You can use a smartphone podcast app. Uh, there's always iTunes or you can turn us on every Friday on DAB Digital Radio with RTE Radio 1 Extra. Joining me as always is a te- editor of Tech Central at HQ, Niall Kitson. And uh, you've got the whole lowdown on Windows 10 before we we get to Windows 10 and the anniversary update, though. The other new piece of tech out this week that's kind of getting us a little excited is the Samsung Galaxy Note 7. Uh, now, let's let's preface this. I mean, you're much more excited about this than I am because, as we all know, you're a Samsung guy. So, um, right, parking the whole Samsung, not Apple thing uh, and the fact that you actually quite like uh, the phablet form factor. Um, tell me, are you impressed uh, I am yes no it did no because what's happened I think with the iPhone and with a lot of the Android phones and any of the manufacturers is they've all made extremely good phones and anything that they do now is a refinement and I think what they have with the Note Seven is that they have come up with you know kind of the best phone they've ever made though whether it's that much better than the Note Four which I have at the moment. I don't know. Yeah, uh, see, I think that's a really important point to make that I think certain manufacturers along the way made a product that was almost too good for the market that people have been incredibly reluctant to give up. I mean, I, I think the what the Galaxy S3 and S4 between them, I mm. think, are probably the best Android phones on the market at the moment. Would you disagree? No, I actually agree with you. Because, do you know what? It, it's, it's funny. My wife had a problem with her uh, iPhone uh, 5. Um, and I said, well, do you want to try this? My old phone. And I was rummaging, rummaging. And I took out the, uh, uh, the S4. And do you know what? It's still a really nice phone. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it's only until you start running up against performance issues or apps that you can't run specifically that you go, OK, now it's time to move on. But it's very rare that that has happened to me lately. I mean, I, I've still got an iPhone 4S. I think that was Apple's biggest misstep ever. They made a phone that was too good. And it's only now that, you know, apps aren't working on it and that sort of thing. The performance is really slowed down mm. that I'm, I'm at the stage where I'm like, OK, when the, when the 7 comes around, I'll probably make the leap. But uh, only because job. Things have stopped working on it, but otherwise, I think it's still a great bit of kit, still very durable, and it's, it's the right size for me. But anyway, to the Note Seven, and that so you the think Note 7, it's pretty good. I, I- Pretty much what I compared it to uh, was the Note 4, which I've had for the last two years, and 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 I love the phone. Um, the Note 7 is slightly thinner, and it's slightly lighter. Um, I don't think I would really notice the difference, but it's nice that it's there. Uh, the screen size is the same. It's the same pixel display, so there's no change there. The camera, though, interestingly... I don't know if you would say it's not as good. It's gone from 16 megapixels back to 12 megapixels, which I thought now, was interesting. Is that- is that to save on weight and thinness, do you reckon? 
uh, it could very well uh, be something to do with that, or it could be to do with processing power or or whichever, because the back camera has gone from three megapixels to five megapixels. And or sorry, the front camera, whichever, the, the, there's two cameras. Uh, so the one that you're taking the selfies is now a five megapixel camera. Now, if you think back to maybe five years ago, or certainly 10 years ago, I mean, if you had a five megapixel camera for doing anything, you would be like the king of the, the, the block. It would be the best thing. And now five megapixels is what they're using just for um, uh, just for their selfie camera. And then the yeah, front camera yeah. has still got, you know, some some serious weight behind it. Um, I have to say the camera on the Note 4 that I have is excellent. And I would imagine that the camera on the Note 7 is excellent as well. And um, when I'm out traveling, I tend to take a video. But because I'm a media geek, I'm able to, I edit the video together and I do a small little bit of a uh, color correction and put a bit of music on it. And people think it's fantastic. And I go, yeah, it's not bad for phone. And the reaction is always the same for people going, what? Are you serious? <laughs> and actually, do you know, I don't think it's anything to do with the megapixel on the mm. camera. My, my number one t- tip for you, if you're taking video on a phone, is hold it steady on something. Get a tripod. Uh, j- just put it on a railing or something and just hold it steady. Because not having that moving around with your hands thing <laughs> instantly makes your video on your phone look professional. It's fantastic. Anyway, okay. The, well, uh, a, a couple of other things that they mentioned on the Note Seven. A couple mm. of the security features, um, in particular, iris scanning. Hmm. Yes now, or I, no? I haven't tried it. Um, I don't even like doing the fingerprint scanning. Uh, and that just comes back to, you know, that's a very sensitive piece of personal information that is now sitting on that phone, which could be hacked. And essentially yeah. what your phone is doing is you're converting your fingerprint into some kind of a, a digital something. It's doing the same with your eye. And if somebody was able to copy that digital version of your fingerprint or the digital version of your, your eyeball, what can they do? I know I'm being absolutely horridly and highly paranoid, <laughs> but nevertheless, I think it's a it's it's a fact, and and I don't need it. And I just think, you know, what I think it's it's a phone. You know, I mean, if you put your most sensitive data on your phone, why did you know? I would not recommend that. If okay, you've got sensitive data, put it on something you know where where it's going to be safe, not something you're going to carry on your pocket. <laughs> yep, yep, I, I, I would go with that. Well, one thing that Samsung were quite keen to play up about um, the Note 7, and I think, don't quote me on this, but I'm sure people will anyway, that um, I think the new Galaxy uh, Gear VR is either coming free with them or it's it's getting another knockdown price. It all uh, depends on the deal that you sign up with uh, and where you buy the phone and stuff like that. But yes, they're doing the same thing again where the Gear VR will come with the phone if you pre-order it by a certain date or if you buy it from a certain provider or you're with a particular phone company. There are deals to be had out there. But I think the Gear VR is only... Well, I say only. Uh, it's like a hundred quid now. Anyway, they've really brought down the price of it. Am, am I right or wrong on that? Yeah, no, you're you know? you're right. I, th- I, I even then, like start. I think it was like one seventy nine. That it was like one thirty nine. Uh, yeah. May depending who you ask, it's but it might be hovering yeah. around a yeah, hundred. Yeah, yeah. um, I think though the, the 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 Gear VR and I've tried that out and it's terrific fun. And do you know what? To get the Gear VR with a brand new phone 
brilliant toy but there's no way nobody has really kind of really made use of the gear vr or all of the things i mean we're really only dipping our toe into virtual reality and all of the things that could possibly be done so this is it's kind of like it, i would imagine the gear vr is like it's like a demo unit at this stage or any mm. of the, the the virtual reality uh, headsets that you get they're only a demo stage you know i think it's going to be another you know four or five maybe say five years or something where you'll actually be able to do something kind of practical with VR. Okay, that, that, that that's won't. a fairly bold prediction, but it's something we've actually heard before as well. I, uh, I think if you remember our um, interview a couple of weeks ago with Damien Cranny, he, he was of a similar um, opinion that, look, v, VR isn't happening tomorrow, but the roadmap does look like something in the region of five years. Hmm. But even if you look at the internet, I mean, you and I have been dabbling on the internet uh, since well, the, the mid nineties, uh, and even at that, we were probably you know behind the curve, <laughs> not ahead of it. <laughs> um, but certainly for Ireland, like you know, it, it was only starting to, to kick in, and it took ten years for the internet to really become commonplace in Ireland. Yeah, and that was that was linked to infrastructure, it was linked to the arrival of broadband. Really, it completely changed how people use the internet. And oh, perhaps that same level of in- infrastructure will affect um, VR uptake. I mean, when it gets to the stage where mainstream PCs, not not high end gaming or customized builds or anything like that, when mainstream PCs are able to handle VR properly, then you'll see it take off. Yeah, and when it's starting to be used in uh, everyday, ah, here's a wonderful example for you. Okay. Do you remember the first time that uh, Google Street View was available in Ireland and it was like magic? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, and today it's very commonplace and, you know, you got Street View on your mobile phone, for goodness sake, all right? Uh, I think the same thing is going to happen with virtual reality and it'll just become every day. Okay, that's that's the note seven. Uh, your, oh, your final impression, impressed, not impressed, we'll give it a go, we'll update. If I wanted to update my phone, I would absolutely consider it. The only thing that really kind of annoys me is still it's got a non-removable battery. Mm, yeah. And I really just like that with my phones that I'm able to, because I find like if I'm giving my phone really, really heavy use and it's a bright day and the screen is up full and I'm using it all day, when I'm out on the road to find out where I am and all that kind of stuff and I've no other power source, so about five o'clock, the thing is starting to die. And to be able to pop off the back cover and stick in a fresh battery and go for the evening is just fantastic. Though, from what I hear with the Note 6 is that the battery just tends to go on forever and ever and ever. So, Okay. Yeah, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. I think, uh, yes, yeah, if, if I was upgrading, I would absolutely go for the Note 7 without a shadow of a doubt. Okay, well, that's, that's where it's at. Right, uh, my story for this week um, is the Windows 10 anniversary update, which means that most of the people who are listening to the show right now will be basking in the fact that they're not getting any more Windows 10 prompts on their desktop, which is a great thing to celebrate on its own, really, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it also means that they now have to buy Windows 10 <laughs> if, yeah. they, if they want to upgrade. So that's that's €135 Euro for the home edition. If you want the business edition with extra things like, you know, creating virtual machines and extra security features, that goes all the way up to €279. Euros. So I, I guess it's not the cheapest per, uh, piece of software. But if you did upgrade, um, you're in line to get the anniversary update. We're, we're not calling it Windows 11 or anything mm. like that because it is just now Windows 10 uh, and low it will be for eternity going forward apparently 
But um, once you once you buy into it, uh, uh, and very few people would probably buy the software standalone anyway, because it's just when you buy a new laptop or you buy a new yeah. desktop computer, so boom, there it is, it's included. Mm. Um, but even if you did buy it, I mean that that is your only purchase. It's kind of like it's it's like going into a nightclub, isn't it? <laughs> You pay your entrance fee and now I'm in the Windows family and all the updates are, are for free after that. Yeah, so long as they don't charge extra for drinks, you know. <laughs> I tell you. Anyway, listen, uh, Windows 10 anniversary update is out there at the at the minute. And there are a lot of, um, I, I, I was kind of looking through it. I was kind of like everything you kind of go, yeah, oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no real kind of one more thing that Steve Jobs would have done. Yeah, um, and I've been trying to nice little it. improvements. I've been trying to download it for the last day and a half and it's just not happening for me either, like, which is, which is kind of annoying on its own. But let's go through, um, a few, a few of the, uh, promised new features. Um, and, and I'll stop on one that is just really, really annoying. But, um, you're a massive Edge browser user, aren't you, Dusty? No, like, I'm not. Like no. I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think I might have used what? it for 10 now, minutes. Uh, yeah, but I will give it credit because I saw it. Oh, Microsoft Edge. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Um, and I use it and I liked it. It felt much lighter, much simpler, less cluttered than the old Internet Explorer. And it had a very modern look. And I actually quite liked it, but it didn't seem to do as much for me as my Chrome browser would, which is why I went back to Chrome. Yeah. Well, Microsoft has sort of taken a little bit of a leaf out of that book. And one of the things that modern browsers are particularly good for and kind of fun for using as well is um, extensions. Uh, you can't really have a browser without an extension these days of, of some sort, whether it's an ad blocker or a calendar or, you know, Skype integration or something simple like that. Uh, so Edge is getting browser extensions um, through the Microsoft Store. Uh, only 13 in the first wave. Kind of annoying when you consider that Google Chrome has literally thousands mm. um firefox probably the same uh, so 13 isn't a great start but i guess when you look at the sort of extensions people use it's a pretty small set um i mean you know you know the, the likes of maybe office is a a, a great example they, that that's coming to edge apparently it's going to be much uh, more pleasant to use evernote coming to edge pinterest coming to edge um adblock uh, i think adblock is on every browser at this stage isn't it um, so yeah, sort of the, the the main main offenders, I guess you could call them, are coming to edge as browser extensions. Um, whether this creates any sort of a critical mass uh, for more people to develop them, probably not. But but it's there. So the next thing I want to talk about is the start menu in uh, Windows 10, which has annoyed me uh, in the same way that the Windows 7 start menu annoys me. And they've they've actually gotten rid of one of the problems. Uh, you know, when you open the start menu in Windows 10, instead of giving you all your apps in sort of some order, you have to go to another button and click all apps before you get a, a clickable um, list or mm. a scrollable list. Um, that has changed now. When you hit the start key, you just get a, an alphabetical list of all your apps. Scroll down as appropriate. That's a nice little, nice well, little you see, twist. You see, that's where you and I uh, disagree because I actually really like uh, the fact that you don't get a list of all your apps and then when you hit the start button, you see the apps that you have chosen to pin to the screen the ones that you would use all the time. Uh, and then if you wish, you can have a look at a list of, of uh, all your apps. Well, and I actually prefer that way rather than seeing a big long list of everything because I bet you when you do look at your list of all your apps, at least half of them are things that you don't care about or that you don't use or they're just background processes on the computer that, that, that you don't give a second thought about. 
Uh, yep, there is that argument. All right. Um, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit stubborn and say, you know, <laughs> I I like this way. They've actually extended it to the tablet version uh, as well. So say if you don't um, say if you, you only keep a very small amount of apps on your mm. on your home screen, hit the start and you, you'll get everything that you have in alphabetical order. Um, quite nice. Quite nice if you if you just use tablet view with very few live tiles on it. So um, there is that. Um, there is ink. Do you remember seeing ink when um, anniversary update was previewed? It's basically. Is, it, is this the writing one? Is it? It is. Yeah, it's basically oh, okay. handwriting on your on your computer on your uh, yes. on your tablet or whatever. Um, I guess it, it sort of forms some sort of um, use if you're using your Windows 10 machine as a tablet. Um, personally, if I have something to write on a screen, I'm I'm not going to. <laughs> I don't really want that mm. function on a desktop or a laptop or or a hybrid. I think it it works for a tablet, um, in as much that if you're going to implement it as a feature, it will work on a tablet. I wouldn't be too uh, enamored of it otherwise. So uh, there is that. Um, Action Center gets a little bit of a, an update as well. You get to prioritize what appears on it and what kind of notifications you get. So if you really like the financials or you really like the weather, you can get uh, you can prioritize updates from those specific apps and put others sort of in the background or, or not hear so much from them. Mm. Um, otherwise, if you're if you're a fan of it. You like that? If you're not a fan of it, there's there's not really much there to. Um, I haven't, I haven't to really found you. myself using it uh, uh, to be honest. So, yeah, no, I, I mean, it makes sense from the perspective of I use its equivalent on uh, on my iPhone quite a lot. Mm. Um, just just hasn't broken through on my PC just yet. So right. one feature Microsoft is getting rid of, um, which uh, for good cause is something called Wi-Fi Sense. Oh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Sorry, a little a spontaneous round of applause. So share with the group, Dusty, what is Wi-Fi Sense and why Wi-Fi Sense it? is like, you know, hey, wouldn't it be great where if you were able within range of a, a Wi-Fi uh, connection to the internet that allowed guest access that you could just connect to that automatically. We'd do it all in the background. You won't even know you're connected to some hacker's free Wi-Fi presence who's snooping around your laptop. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was that kind of concern. I mean, if you sit down in Starbucks or something like that, um, exactly. But yeah. that, that is exactly what was happening. So, so no, I'm I'm absolutely delighted that that's gone. Yep. Okay. So no no tears shed over that. Um, now there's something that really annoyed me. Um, Microsoft is really touting Cortana integration in in the update. They're like, you know, if something comes in on your email in your calendar, it's automatically going to... If something comes in on email and it's an event, Cortana will automatically add it to your calendar. Uh, Cortana will be always on. You'll be able to access it from the lock screen. So Cortana, it's it's not just, you know, a, a voice interactive thing. It's it's smart and it's working away in the background. And, uh, you know, you can ask it stuff and it'll, it'll tell you and all that kind of jazz. But, you know, it's doing quite a lot more than you think think it is which is great i'm pretty happy about that uh of course the thing to be really unhappy about when it comes to cortana is it's not available in ireland and it's not going to be available in ireland anytime soon because we've asked <laughs> i know and microsoft has such a big base and does such a lot of stuff in ireland and but obviously not with cortana it's very annoying it is incredibly annoying so given that cortana is one of the big marquee features of windows 10 uh, that is so disappointing. It's so, so disappointing. But there you go. So that's the very short I, version d- 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 of Windows d- d- 10 anniversary. D- d- excuse me. 
I have one other thing that you you have not mentioned, and oh. really for the kind of people who listen to our podcast, who are advanced computer users, all right, and have been knocking around for quite a while, and are not um, uncomfortable with seeing a black screen coming up and uh, and and having to interact with just the keyboard. <laughs> Tell me about Linux integration with Windows. Okay, you you will be able to use Bash with um, Windows 10. Now, I mean, this is an incredibly geeky feature and you have to do a little <laughs> bit of legwork to even activate it. But basically, if you work across platforms, say in work, you might use Linux servers and on your desktop, you might use Windows. This is a godsend. This means that you don't have to use two different machines. Uh, it can all be done on the one. So developers would be delighted with that. The rest of us, it won't affect one jot. Grand. Now, listen, uh, we have a, a few minutes to chat about it. So I wanted to ask you about uh, the other story of the week is Facebook kind of, I mean, they're, they're, they're billing this as Facebook wants to be Snapchat, but I, I'm not buying it that, that particular way. What's the headline on that story? Yeah, Facebook wants to be Snapchat by proxy. Um, uh, as we all know, Facebook bought up Instagram, uh, image-based social network with a pretty mm. healthy user base of its own. And mm. Facebook has kind of le- le- left it to do its own thing in the main. Uh, but... Uh, Instagram is getting a, an entirely new feature set that they're calling Stories, which is based around the revolutionary concept of, are you ready for this, Dusty? Go on. Self-deleting messages. Ah. That's what everybody jumps on and says, ah, yeah, it's just like Snapchat, seven seconds later, boom, and it's gone. But uh, when do these messages self-delete? Uh, well, there is, uh, I gather there's, what, a 24-hour deadline or something yeah. like that? So they're available for 24 hours, kind of similar to what um, Snapchat has in their feature called, oh, it escapes me for the moment. Mm. But um, yeah, basically, you can bundle together a whole bunch of images um, and it will go as a, a narrative or a story, if you mm. will, and uh, will delete after 24 well, hours. Well, I actually think that that is a brilliant idea because one of the things I don't like about social media is the fact that if you want to share a photo with somebody, you know, you pop, you pop it up online and people see it. Um, and I would, I would use WhatsApp a lot, actually, or WhatsApp groups a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's a very tight group. Do you know what I mean? There's only five, six people in it um, yeah. and, and, uh, and, and so on. And it's not publicly accessible to anybody else. That's the way I happen to like it. Um, whereas I don't get this thing on Facebook where, you know, you're out in a mad party and you put those pictures up and that's fine and everybody gets their giggle about it, okay? Mm-hmm. But then it stays there. And then suddenly, you know, 18 months down the line, you're going for a job and your employer is, or your potential employer is looking at your Facebook account. <laughs> Seeing all these pictures that you wouldn't want to show your mother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Why Why does all this stuff have to be up there forever and for all time? I think it's absolutely brilliant that there is something. We're on a weekend away. We're great crack. Blah, 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 blah. Here's the pictures. Bump. And in 24 hours, dead. They're gone. Yeah, well, when you frame it like that, I mean, there's a lot to like. <laughs> yeah, so that's so that's what so that's what I like about, it. and I think it's sufficiently different from uh, uh, from Snapchat to 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 be good as well. So uh, so actually, it's not very often that I compliment um, uh, Facebook or, or anybody actually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love Samsung. I'm, I'm even giving out about them. My goodness, I'm such. I'm really going to have to go to positivity classes without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> Listen, so there we go. That's it for this week. Samsung Galaxy Note Seven. Uh, we like it. If we had the money, we would upgrade, especially with the uh, the free Gear VR. Uh, the Windows 10 anniversary update. We like a lot of the uh, updates in it. Now, explain to me. Uh, do you actually have to? If you were running Windows 10, uh, do you actually specifically have to download the anniversary? update and install it no you don't no 
Uh, I'm sure you'll get a bunch of prompts. You can also go into the update software section as normal. Um, I personally got hit with an awful lot of lapsed updates because I, I had my test machine switched off for a while. So uh, um, I ended up sitting on updates for ages and ages before it would actually um, start working for me. So, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Well, I use Windows 10, you see, on, on, on a, a, a daily basis and I'm not really noticing the updates because uh, one of the bad things I think about, um, actually one of the bad things definitely about Windows 10 is that you have no choice. You can either uh, say, no, update it tomorrow or and when tomorrow comes, it's just going to update it anyway. <laughs> yeah. You cannot say no to updates on Windows 10 and that absolutely drives me nuts with a, an operating system because the operating system will update something but then a piece of software may not work anymore because of that update and and you're left sitting there going uh what happened so that drives yeah, me nuts i feel uh, your pain yeah well then listen it only happens uh, uh, from time to time um and again i'm just old-fashioned i'm a believer that laptop does that job so leave it um but anyway uh, windows 10 so we like that as well and facebook uh, we kind of like the new snapchat ish kind of a feature <laughs> Well, you do. <laughs> well, I do. Okay, so we're fifty-fifty on that. All right, grand, lovely stuff. Listen, um, uh, we've got loads more for uh, next week. We've got a couple of interviews lined up for next week, so we might do just do an interview show next week. But for now, uh, that is it for our show. Remember, you can get loads more on Windows Ten, and this is what I wanted to say: was there is a very, very detailed uh, update that Niall has done on our website on Windows Ten, and an even more detailed uh, update on the Samsung Galaxy Note Seven about all of the tech specs and everything, and you get all of that on techcentral.ie where you'll always get uh, hourly updates and daily newsletters about what's going on in tech in Ireland and around the world as well as our own little radio show here every Friday at 6pm on DAB Digital Radio with RT Radio 1 Extra or of course and podcast form until next week for myself Dusty Rose and for Niall thanks so much for listening and enjoy the rest of your week good luck Get Tech Radio. Subscribe for free with iTunes or download on demand at techcentral.ie. Tech Radio is produced by digitalaudioproductions.com. Tech Central.